Welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, episode 57. And I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever, wherever, however you choose to listen to this podcast. Thank you. I love you. And without you, this podcast would not even exist. We would not be having this back and forth. We would not be having this discussion. We would not be sharing this moment, this experience together. We would not be creating this magic with each other. We're growing, people. We're growing in awareness. We're growing in consciousness. And what more can we ask for? With wisdom comes knowledge, comes power, comes abundance. We are here to witness we are here to witness abundance. We are here to live life to the fullest. And often in this life we see that it's so mysterious because there is so much that we don't know even though we think we know everything. But before we get more into that, I must let you know that this episode is being recorded in front of a live studio audience. Yes, Pal Pullen is in attendance. He is actually working the cameras right now, as he is also (laughs) being a part of the crowd participation. Shout out to Pal. Shout out to you wherever you're at. But life is mysterious. Life is mysterious. When we even look at the word mysterious, what comes to mind? Mist. Yes, I know that you all were thinking mist. And I'm I'm not talking Sierra mist either. Mist. We've all seen it. We've all been through it. We've all experienced mist. Whether it's come from a waterfall, sprinklers, the rain, the clouds. Whether you're at a restaurant when it's 100 million degrees outside and it looks like it's cool and off when you're sitting outside. Or when you see people sitting outside a restaurant eating and they got the misters going. It looks refreshing, but do you actually want that on you while you eat? And is it actually cooling you off? You don't know. It's a mystery. Why do mysterious things entice us? 
like to show courage to cowardly dog. That man courage. He stood up to everything. The most ugliest, mysterious looking creatures. We look at Scooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? We got some work to do now. Scoopy's neck. That's a fact. I hated that show. I did. <laughs> I hated that show. I thought it was so whack because we already knew they was going to find and solve the mystery. They were going to find the monster, find whoever been terrorizing the town. We knew it. It was always the same. Whenever they going around trying to look for clues jinkies I mean hey Scooby Doo became a household name but I remember going to my grandma's house and she had like all the Scooby Doo tapes and whenever we would go visit in Columbus Mississippi that's all we would watch is that and the Veggie Tales. Both trying to solve mysteries. So I'm like, wow, okay. And then, you know, when you're trying to sleep at night, you see these shadows, things looking a little spooky, shadow spooky visions. I remember I had a Grand daddy long leg spider on my like ceiling. And it was where it was directly over where I would lay my head over my pillow at night. So instead of sleeping at the head of the bed, I started sleeping at the foot of my bed just so if the spider ever came to try to eat me, at least it would get my feet before it got my head. That was my logic there. So I was scared of spiders when I was a little kid. But then, you know, I monitored the spider over the weeks to come and it became like my little pet. So then I grew comfortable sleeping back at the head of my bed. Cause I'm like, yo, this spider ain't gonna hurt me. I'm not hurting it. And then that was the same effect that I or the same logic I used when I went back up to Columbus, because I used to be scared of bees. Because, you know, they were so big, these bumblebees, I'm a little kid. They're everywhere. Bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> My bad, pal. There's little bees everywhere. And I'm not used to the country like that at the time. Spider webs everywhere and whatnot. Ugh. Terrified me. Because it was a mystery to me. I didn't know how bees acted. So when I was around bees, I always thought they were trying to sting me. But now when I see a bee, I just admire it. I admire it. Let it have its space. So let me have my space. Everything's kumbaya, kumbaya. 
And there's nothing like being at peace amongst a world. There's nothing like being at peace in a world full of chaos. It's like you're always parting the Red Sea wherever you go. Deflecting all the vibes, all the waves that you don't want to experience as you're walking on your own water. We have that power. But we're afraid to tap into that power sometimes. Sometimes we are afraid of ourselves. We really do not know what we're capable of. We're only capable of what we think we know. So we acquire all this knowledge. And if we don't put it to use, it becomes unmanifested chaos. We walk around in a state of chaos, even though we look like we are functioning properly. But our mental state is horrific. Stuck in survival mode is where that will keep you. And I don't understand how society, how some of society has become conditioned to live like that. I mean, I do, I get it. Trust me, I get it. It's a battle. It's a constant battle for your energy. What's more important, your pleasures or delayed gratification? I get it. But also, in this life, if you want things, you have to go out and take it. Not saying, oh, rob somebody or anything like that, but you know what's yours and you take what's yours. In this life, we're often afraid to do that because we don't know exactly how our life is going to turn out. We have ideas. We have dreams. But we don't know how to put that down and make it concrete. And if we do, Half of us are afraid to do it. Or we don't want to put in the work to do it. Or we're doing it. Sometimes we're afraid to do things because we don't know how it's going to turn out. And it's illogical, some would say, to make decisions on how you feel because feelings change day to day, hour to hour. Emotions change. Spirits change. But the soul does not change.
So some of us are afraid to claim our space in this world because we don't know the outcome. It's a mystery to us. Some of us chase that thrill because we want to solve that mystery. We want to know if we are able to say that, hey, I can do this. And you do this. That's like the ultimate trust and faith in yourself once you actually accomplish it. Whether it's making a phone call, sending an email, running to the mailbox instead of walking. I remember I used to time myself to see how fast I could run to the mailbox, check the mail, and make it back to my house. I tried to do that in under 30 seconds. It's probably back when I was in sixth or seventh grade. I thought that was fun. It was a rocky road too, so you could slip and hey, life, life. But the mysteries of life keeps us going. Even though we know we're going to die. But the fact that we don't know how we're going to die, when we're going to die, that is a driving factor for us. We use it to our demise and we use that to our gain. We make decisions because of life and death. If I wasn't doing what I'm doing right now, I'd probably be dead. Real shit. We don't know when we're going to go. And since I don't know when I'm going to die. I try to have as much fun as I can. I really do. Whether it's creating, consuming, planning, Even when I feel sad and whatnot, I appreciate those times. Because I remember a time when I felt sad and I felt like, dang, I can't even make it to the next day. And then a mystery is solved. Sometimes at our lowest point, we get the answer that we're looking for. Because in this life, we really seek answers. And the more we seek, the more we find.
You ever notice how society is obsessed with serial killers? I was on Netflix the other day and I saw like three documentaries on Jack the Ripper alone. I'm like, dang, is it Jack the Ripper season or something? And I was watching this show not too long ago. And I didn't even know this was a real story. It was called Manhunt something on Netflix. But it just, it seemed too, too fake to be true. Like it seemed too good to be true, like too good of a story. So it's about, it's a real story too. It's about the security guard who... You know, when you see a security guard, you don't really respect security guards. This guy's like 6'4". He's got a nice size belly. He's got a little porn stash going on. But he has a good heart. And you can really tell that. And the man knew his job to the T. He just was not getting the respect that he felt like he deserved from the common folk, the people that he was policing wherever he was on duty as a security guard. So in this particular setting, when he was on duty, it was during the Olympics when it was held in Atlanta, Centennial Park, Wop, Child ATL. There was a bombing. Now, I did not hear about this bombing ever in my life until 2020. And I'm 28 years old. I think this happened in... It happened in the 90s. I didn't do my due diligence. Because I didn't know I was going to be talking about this show on this podcast. But we're talking about mysteries... And all this, so it goes hand in hand. So he saves the day because he was able to identify that there was a mysterious bag underneath this bench. And he was able to identify it as a bomb. He was able to clear the area. Yes, he did experience friction trying to ex- trying to get people to vacate the premises, but he got it done. He was able to save hundreds of lives. But since this action happened at the Olympics, the FBI worked with the media to pin security guard Richard Jewell as the bomber. And they called it a hero bomber story. His motive was to finally get the respect that he deserves so he can join a police force. Easy story to make up. The guy fit the build. 
Case closed. Well, he was never found on any charges. This, that, and the third. You want to find out what happened with Richard Jewell, either Google it or look it up on, or watch the show. Shit. But what was fascinating about the show, really, was the fact that this guy, Eric Rudolph, was able to convince his hometown that the bombings that he did were for God. And this man was a serial bomber. And they made a song for him. Run, Rudolph. Run, Rudolph. Run. And we ain't talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We're talking about Eric Rudolph, this serial bomber. The reason why he was bombing all these different events. So this man, he bombed the Olympics. He bombed abortion clinics. And he bombed. Hey, watch the show. See what else he bombed. (laughs) But he did it because he wanted to prove that he can outsmart the FBI outsmart the world's top security. But in actuality, he didn't. So the whole time that they were trying to pin Richard Jewell down as the bomber, all these other bombings were going on by Eric Rudolph. But nobody knew it was Eric Rudolph for six months. This dude was bombing all these places. Wild. Wild what people will say and do just to try to make you feel safe in a world full of chaos. And we don't know when we're going to die. The mysteries of life is what makes it so beautiful. It's kind of tough to see through mist. When we see that it's misty sometimes, we don't want to go on the other side of it. We tend to go back because we don't, because we can't see. When it's hard for our see, when our vision is obscured, when our vision is skewed, or when we can't see at all, we tend to give up. We tend to rest and wait until the light shines. But how can you achieve having sunshine on a cloudy day? How can you create your own lights? When it's dark. It's no mystery why we are here. We are here to live life. How we choose to. Our power is in our choices. 
Our power is in our thoughts. Our power is in our actions. When we get these ideas, when we get these visions, when we dream at night, When we don't know the reason for them, it's mysterious to us. Or when we do get these visions and dreams and ideas, they are answers to the mysteries that we are trying to solve in this life. And we are all trying to figure out how to be our most efficient and authentic selves. Without bullshitting anybody, we're all wanting to create the space for ourselves to make choices that aren't going to harm others, but still benefit ourselves as well as others. The mystery is figuring out the best and the most effective way of achieving that. And until we and until we can achieve that, internally we can't rest. And even once we achieve that, we'll be so conditioned into living the way we live, making the choices that we make. It's going to be hard for us to just stop doing that. There's so much power that we have and we know that we're powerful beings. We know the power in our choices. You can think about how many times you said, I wish I would have did it this way, or I wish I could have done that, or when in reality, you don't wish you could just, you don't wish you could have changed a damn thing. Honestly, we're really thankful for every little moment and experience that we go through because it has helped get us to this point that we're here at right now and we love to let our minds wander and let go of reality here and there because of these mysteries and that's okay it's alright to let our soul travel because we aren't just bound to this world. We see what's going on in the sky. And there's a lot that we don't see that's happening in the sky. We can only see what our eyes allow us to. And people only show us what they want 
us to see. That's why as, as society, we're so captivated with artists who don't show us everything, everything that's going on in their life. But they give us damn near perfection every time they release something, whether it be music, fashion, paintings, videos, photography, starting a business, whatever. Creation. We don't know how things are going to turn out. We don't know how our lives are going to turn out. We don't know when that life-changing moment is going to happen. But when it does happen, at least you'll know that you will have everything that you need in this life to not only prosper but flourish in that moment. We know what is true. There is no mysteries in truth. And the truth is we're going to die. And the truth is we live off memory. And the truth is we're being led by the dead. Whether it be dead ideas, dead thoughts, dead habits. Because through death gives us the ability to transform. Don't make it a mystery as to what you want to transform into. Because his life is transformative. When mysteries are solved, they're no longer mysteries. That's all the time that we have for episode 57 of the What Is Life podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. If you haven't become a visionary yet, go on to www.patreon.com slash the What Is Life podcast and become a visionary. Come get some exclusive content, merch, all that good stuff. If you haven't purchased your book of Love So Blind yet, I guess you're still want to be used and abused by love for those of you who have purchased a book I want to say thank you for that you're awesome for that for those who haven't I want to say thank you as well because that gives me a reason to keep shouting out the book because it's a beautiful book 
stay tuned for episode 57. As always, this has been your boy, your host, Sensei Spees in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. I love you. And without you, this podcast wouldn't be, <laughs> this podcast would not be what it is. And it's all yours. Stay tuned. It's getting spooky. And low key though, like if you've made it to this end, like your special soul, but like we love mysteries. Like we love solving mysteries. There's no greater feeling than solving a mystery. Being like, aha. Why? Because we love to be enlightened. We love to know. Even if it's something that we don't even really need to know. Like, we hate when somebody says, oh, I got something to tell you. And you'd be like, what is it? Just nonchalant, cooling. And they'd be like, uh, never mind. Low key, it is going to bother you because you don't know. Like, even if you're the type of person, like, I don't care. Like, still, when you're around that person, you'd be like, hmm. Wonder was it? I wonder what it was that they were going to tell me. That's so interesting to me. How the mind works. Beautiful. But you can really train your mind and master your mind and be like, you know what? I really don't care whether if you tell me or not, it's not going to rain on my parade. Hmm. (laughs) I love y'all. Stay tuned for episode 57.